let's just let's let's roll with it. We're, we're okay. yeah, we're on. So we got week fourteen <laughs> of fantasy football preview, and um, I don't know, guys. We it's it's playoff season for most people here. Um, at least three quarters of the podcast. So uh, <laughs> before we dive into that, I guess well, your host is out. So I'm I'm the one not in the playoffs, but I'm here, and our three playoff contenders that make up half of our playoff bracket this year, uh, as always, is Mr. Mark Garlitz. Maybe if in... you spent less time hosting and more time coaching your team. <laughs> <laughs> I know my priorities are split. I can't I can't do this coaching and GM. Yeah, produce of the show off the field distractions. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that that's happening. Um, and Max is here. Max, you have are you you're not solidly in. You don't have a bye this week, right? No, I'm in. I'm no, I mean you're in. in I, you, you don't yes. have. You're not. You're not skating through to week two. No, 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 no. Mark so, and I uh, do not. We both do not have buys. Road wild cards. Five and six seeds. Five and six seeds, and then yes. our number one overall seed is on the podcast. Thank that, you, that's thank Mr. You. Seth Hof. Yes. Yes. How's it feel being number one, Seth? It, it feels good, uh, especially given the fact that two other panel members um, had a nice chuckle at my expense whenever I drafted this team. So, so true. So didn't, true. Didn't do a lot of changes to it. Uh, you know, I definitely lucked out a few times with Brady not being suspended for four games. But, uh, yeah, it was. but I also – just a lot of depth. That's my advice for everyone next year. Just draft as many people as you can. <laughs> draft as oh, many man. people. As okay. Running backs. Write that backs. down. Running Make sure Write that down. 16 rounds. Yep. Fill your <laughs> roster. Fill your exactly. roster. Exactly. Oh, man. And I, I'm going to steal a joke from before the podcast, but are you resting your lineup this week, Seth? I am not. They 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 will get no rest from me. They will play and they will play their asses off. <laughs> you remember, nice. the first round buy is great. The number one overall seed is great, but when the divisional round rolls around and your home fans are a little nervous, sitting on their hands, like you gotta make sure you get that first score. Otherwise, all of that is <laughs> nice. I'm not not concerned. <laughs> no. All right. Well, this this week. We're talking about this being a season finale prior to give us ourselves a little break before we dive into um, our fan, our playoff, actual playoff uh, podcast where we'll go in and like we've done the past couple of years now and, and actually, you know, preview the games as they're being played and not talk about this fantasy crud. Um, and right. do some do some actual analysis. That's that might be a little bitterness shown through, but that's okay. <laughs> that's what happens when you know you're. T- I don't know. I don't know. See, I, I've now experienced both ends of the spectrum in terms of missing the playoffs. You know, being so solidly out after like three weeks, um, going three and ten last year, and knowing I had no chance of making it to utter heartbreak this year. You know, being the seven seed essentially, the first man out, and it's it sucks. I don't know. All you got, all you guys that you won, win and in, win and win in. And that in. was your scenario, and it was. your your guys just just couldn't do it. Your team had the talent. The I'll compliment you. Your team was talented enough to make the playoffs, but I would argue they lacked the mental focus. So I think it was more <laughs> mock type stuff than actual yeah, the, issues. The rough part was and, and coaching too, perhaps. Yeah, oh, coaching definitely. Could. definitely for, could. You, I don't know. I started. <laughs> you you really clung to Lacey late in I the did. season. <laughs> I did. See, he fooled me. He really, really screwed me. Um, and it, Mark, I think you said it last on last week's show talking about how you, if you were me, you would just not even put any stock in him. And then what did I do? I went and he was going up against Detroit on a Thursday um, against a really crappy run defense and put up 0.1 points mm-hmm. uh, after two double – you know, he had his first 100-yard rushing games of the year. Um, and because he showed up late to a freaking team meeting, he gets benched. I don't know. He's I think he's going to get cut. That's what the excuse was. So that's yeah. why they didn't use him. Uh, you like to dance with the devil, though. Um, you do the, you employ these guys. Like I know they'll finish like top twenty, top ten in the position, Boom but bust, like baby. it's thirty points or zero, and it's you just don't know when it's coming. You had Keenan Allen, who I warned you about every week. And you're like, nah, it's, nah, it's all good. I'm going to call good. bollocks on that one. What? Okay. Keenan Allen was a solid wide receiver up until he got hurt. He was getting yeah, a definitely. dozen targets a game. He had a really, really good year. Yeah. 
He'll yeah, get you he, somehow. It was unfortunate, but he'll get you somehow. You know, he was a solid running back until he got out of shape. I think I think that's Mark's least favorite NFL player, Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. Yeah, <laughs> by far. It's not even close. It's not even close. So Darren McFadden out there too. I haven't forgotten Why? about him. Why do you hate Darren McFadden? For the yeah. same reasons that he hates Keenan Allen. <laughs> he must have gotten bit by him at some point in the, in the past. <laughs> but I don't no, like burning third round picks. That's what it comes down to. Speaking of people that we hate, I just want to make a point. I asked Max this. Who would he draft right now over, again, Doug Martin or Eddie, Eddie Lacy? It's not even close. Like, it's a yeah, no-brainer. It, I mean, it can't be. It's not even close at this and, point. And who did he pick? Doug Martin. Doug Martin. You said on this podcast that you would never own Doug Martin You're again. giving me a choice between – yeah. But <laughs> you're giving me a choice between two people. Like in a real-life scenario, no, I wouldn't, wouldn't draft either of those guys. But if you're forcing me with a gun to my head for me to draft one of those two guys, then, yeah, I'm going to pick Doug Martin. I'd take the bullet to my head. No. <laughs> take the bullet. no. Wait, oh, man. Martin, good. Yeah, this year he actually – I mean, you know. Doug Martin was solid this year. He was this solid. Is, this is what the trash man – this is what the garbage man was trying to say, say last year. I was one year off. He's got, <laughs> got talent, okay? <laughs> the garbage man, being the garbage man has has uh has burned you multiple times. <laughs> Crazy. It's done more harm than good to your team. Yeah. Well, you know the to to my team and the situation that we were in, I with Lacey going and only scoring point one points, and then to have on the other end, um I was going up against a tight end. I forget. Who was it? Ebron or something? Put up 30 points? Oh, no. Richard Rodgers. That's what it was. It was the 62-yard freaking Hail Mary at the end of the game. That Um, Hail Mary had that decided implications. Huge. Everywhere. Enormous. That doesn't happen. I mean, you take away six points, the 50-yard bonus, the touchdown. I, you know that that swung the matchup, and I I thought it was over from there. I, to my guy's credit, without Lacey, I still put up almost a hundred points. So if I had one solid running back, and and you know the hail mary doesn't happen, God knows, maybe I'm in. Yeah, that hail mary was uh, big for multiple reasons because I was there was a possibility that I could, th- this is how crazy our our league was. There were four teams in the final week of regular season that were either going to make the playoffs or get – or no, would either miss the playoffs or could potentially get the first round by. It's just absolutely <laughs> absolute madness. So Unreal. crazy. Yeah. More specifically in in that uh, West that, that West League. Or no, no, I'm sorry, the East, East League. Division. The East Division. East Division, yeah. Oh, it was <laughs> unreal. The but NFC East. <laughs> NFC East. Yeah, the you NFC know, East. That's, that's how it is. Speaking of the NFC East, I'm going to do something that I, I've been swearing off for the last few weeks. We're going we're gonna to make a very early landing in the bird's nest. We've been swearing that off. I think we've been stopping there pretty regularly. Yeah, I've been trying not to. I've been trying not to, but you guys have been course correcting me all, the, all week, or every episode in, into, the, into the bird's nest. So this, this time we're making a concerted effort, and we're landing in it. Uh, because first of all, I want to give props to, to the guy that made the, the prediction last week um, that the Eagles would shock the world, as he said. Hashtag shock the world. Hashtag shock the world. Beat the Patriots. And it happened, Max. It happened. It happened. They did their best I, to throw it away. But, I, oh, my God. Uh, it did happened. They. Oh, my God, did they? But it happened. And I, it it's happened. like still hard to fathom. We're, we're going to the playoffs, man. It's happening. We are going to the playoffs. It's going to happen. I, I mean, I don't. The only concern I have is that's such a high to be coming off of. Now they have Buffalo at home. Shady. Yeah. You don't know which Buffalo you're going to get. You never do. No. It could be lights out Buffalo or it could, it could be stinky poo Buffalo. Stinky so, Buffalo poo. Mark, I see you. I you see you mentioned to the talk. Stroll in as negative Nancy here. Please go, go ahead. ahead. I, and I hate to do this because I actually. We were on the same side last week. I wanted to see New England lose too, so I was happy. Yeah. Uh, two big problems that I saw. The first one was a lot of those touchdowns came on plays that probably won't happen again this Sunday. There was the pick six off of Brady. Yeah. 
the pump block return, like there's some sort of kickoff return, like that's yep. not going to happen every week. So those swings really decided the game. Bradford is not a good match for like really any kind of pass rush. Like a good defense should completely neutralize him since he still can't throw deep. Mm-hmm. So that seems like an issue. And especially against Buffalo, that it's my recollection. They're pretty good against the run. That's not also not a good sign. But the thing is that going into this game, everyone on the outside, including myself, just already thought that the locker room had quit on chip. It was over. Like there was just, they were, they had no momentum. They were playing poorly on both sides of the ball. And that was it. Like getting blown out by 40 points back to back weeks. Um, And then have this win is, uh, is, is important for that locker room. Didn't they have uh, people that spoke out against Chip too? Like uh, yeah, Malcolm Jenkins, the ninety-nine yeah. yard interception return, <laughs> and uh, n- and now guy. Demarco and Murray. Now oh, Murray okay. went up to went about over his head with with Laurie to Laurie. Well, that he wasn't well, happy. Well, if you're if you're listening to Chip's account, all that happened was Laurie happened to sit next to Demarco on the plane ride home in first class. Yes. So yeah, he didn't it's seek him out. Funny, it's such a funny thing. Like, yeah, uh, other backs are doing better than you. What do you think? You're just going to keep getting fed the ball and you, we're going to put up with your three yards per carry? <laughs> negative, I, I, negative three yards per carry at this rate. It's like ridiculous. I feel like there's almost this, uh, there's almost this like uh, propaganda-esque, like, you know, you see a lot of like campaign and people who are either for Trump or, or against Trump, Trump, but and I feel like you're not Chip about Kelly to compare like, Donald Trump to Chip Kelly, are you? <laughs> what, I, what I'm saying is, is he's a polarizing figure. So, so just as much people of you that you have that don't like Chip Kelly and like LaShawn McCoy and um, DeMarco Murray, you have other people who I mean, he's made Ryan Matthews look like a freaking all star, mm-hmm. Darren Sproles. So, I think you know, just as he, he may be good with some backs and and bad with the other. I don't understand why it is, but it's, it's, it's totally matchups. And what he said this week is that, I mean, you could kind of see it with how he was using the backs um, against new England is that he'll, he'll go with whatever the matchup is, whatever the better matter, whether it's a speedy guy or a bruiser that needs to run up the middle, um, which is a kind of what, you know, new England has been known for. um, Yeah. It looked like rotating backs was destroying him. I don't understand why he just doesn't use that style all the time, but I guess mm-hmm. it's something that I just don't understand being just a casual fan of football. That, no, I mean, you, you figure you're paying a guy $40 million. You're going to want to use him. Uh, <laughs> no matter how he's running. And this is for the like the Eagles fans. Um, I'm not saying you should root for your team to lose or anything like that for like the greater good, because I think that's stupid. And also, right. in that town, that's not been working anyway. No. But... Um, <laughs> Like say they do it win the division like seven and nine or something, and they lose one and nine in the playoffs. Like, what are you rooting for? Do you want Kelly to come back for another year, or do you want like a fresh coach? Um, if they make the playoffs, uh, yeah, yeah. even I would like to see him give him another year. Pure circumstance and not like merit based. I mean, it's merit based since I, yeah. they made it to the playoffs. <laughs> it just yeah, means that everybody else, yeah, everyone else in that division was bad. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's why they're. I mean, it's it. it's hard to make that call now because who knows after a win like that what that does to the season. Right. Maybe they well, go on I'll, a tear. I'll rephrase it a little bit. Then you want to see another year of Kelly Bradford? Sure. I eh. not eh. necessarily Kelly Bradford, but ask me. Ask me after week seventeen. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's another one. It is it is tough to answer right now. Because Bradford made a beautiful pass that uh, to seal that game. That made a beautiful pass. I didn't Just think he won. had it in him. That's the thing. I didn't think he had it in him. A name that <laughs> popped in my head to play quarterback for the Eagles next year. It's a little outside of the box. And at first I thought it was a joke. Now I'm not so sure. But I hope it happens. The only thing I'll Blaine say. Gabbert. Gabbert. Yeah. Blaine Gabbert. Oh Eric Gabbert might be coming to town. You were saying Archie three. Yeah, that's more realistic. But him yeah. or even, I mean, you know, <laughs> God knows what's going to happen in San Fran because they're talking about now bringing Kaepernick back. I don't know if that's uh, they're bluffing. They I, that's I think that's a, a play to you know potentially. I, is he under contract next year? Yeah, but for yeah. a crap ton of money, they're going to yeah. cut him. Yeah, he's owed yeah. like a hundred million dollars or something. 
Bring Kaepernick in. I'd love the room for yeah. Kaepernick as an eagle. That'd be yeah, so awesome. Absolutely. He's not so. bad. I would prefer Griffin myself. <laughs> you I love Griffin. I don't try. I do. I don't trust the knees in that situation. The one that's thing not I, why he's not playing this year. I know it's, it's not. not it's, it's 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 a head no, or hard nosed coach that you know, strong headed coach that wants to does stick not with, like him. That doesn't like him at all and wants to stick it's with personal. his. That's his uh, yeah, it's very personal. Wait, so who's uh, talking about Kaepernick? No, we're talking no, about that. Washington. Gruden, Gruden, Gruden has it out yeah. for uh, RG three and his oh. starting cousins. Sort of, uh, you know, no matter what. <laughs> cousins stinks, man. That team, like, like just the all of the NFC East games, with the exception of the Eagles this week. Like that, like those teams are just laughably bad between like offense and coaching. Like everything about, <laughs> like that red that uh, Washington. Uh, Dallas, Dallas game was just like, what are you doing? Just like, why run the Deshaun. ball a couple of times, run off the game, and kick the field goal? But no, you both teams are going to get the ball one more time a piece after Deshaun the, like, running after backwards on that minute. punt. Deshaun, Deshaun running backwards, backwards on that punt. Demar, or, uh, not Murray, uh, Darren McFadden running out of bounds. Like it's just horrible. There's no discipline. <laughs> yes, you're going to laugh at me, but I still kind of think Dallas might win and. I hope they get to the playoffs. Romo, who hasn't been on IR, gets into the game, immediately gets re-injured, and they lose. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I you know I mean anything can happen, but um, I don't I don't know. I all I know is Sunday into Monday was probably the greatest thirty six hours in recent Eagles history. Um, too beaten down by their own division. <laughs> what I wanted to say that, about this with the, the Kelly situation is. I just want to warn Philly fans. So we were in the Eagles' nest a long time, but let's let's go to the still corner for a little bit. Okay, <laughs> make the uh, make the switch, Seth. Two, I, I I'm not prepared for that, but two, <laughs> uh, probably two short years, and maybe even last year, we wanted Todd Haley's freaking firstborn child. Like we wanted to kill him. We wanted him out of town. We did not want him anywhere near the Pittsburgh Steelers. We want to file a restraining order against Todd Haley. <laughs> and now this year, our offense looks like it could possibly be one of the best in the freaking league. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know if it's just personnel changes. I don't know. I don't know if it's just people like taking a while to adopt the philosophy. But, you know, this is Chip's first year with as um, controlling personnel, correct? Yeah. Yep. Who knows what next year could bring? I'm not saying it's definite, but I mean, if the Steelers can go from laughable to best offense in the league, who knows what Chip Kelly can do? So, yeah, just, that's why. Just, that's I. You know, it's, I think a part it's, of it is personal. It's tough to make those receivers are good. Yeah, but it's tough. To, yeah. You know, everything. Yeah, with you guys, it's tough to make. To your point, Seth, it's tough to make the, like an assessment of a guy after one year after having that much control. Yeah. So sure. I mean, it's you kind of want to have the have have to have that second season to see, you know, all right, he had a season with his decisions. Um, how's he adjust? You know, that's that was kind of the knock against Reed at the very end of his tenure. Like he had control of the roster. Um, it went very south, <laughs> very quickly. <laughs> so let's give him a year, see if he can fix it, and and then go from there. And we all know how the and, second year went. And obviously, Haley didn't have that control with like naming his own personnel, but he got new personnel and he got a lot more, you know, a lot more weapons and he's been able to put together, like I said, a very explosive offense. So yeah, yeah, your, your offensive weapons are ridiculous. Your receiving core is easily the best in the league. Easily. Yeah. Yeah, It's, (laughs) it's crazy. Yeah. It's awesome. But congrats to you guys. (laughs) (laughs) You just don't know what team you're going to get. Like they're a game. They can beat anybody. But every once in a while, they'll just uh, sneak in like a poorly coached effort, and then you can't really like pick what they're going to do. Like I want to pick them in the Super Bowl, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you and, think? This and in the receiving course, oh, um, I think they split these next two games. I don't know which which order it goes in. Probably this game. Probably win this two game. weeks. Denver. These are. Mm-hmm. The last four games, two are tough, two are easy. At Cincy, hosting Denver, and then Baltimore, Cleveland, where those games are, probably on the road. I think, you, I think you beat 
Cincinnati this week. I do too. Cincy, I think we beat uh, usually uh, these two teams. And lose to Baltimore. That's that's. I don't know. Lose to Baltimore. <laughs> we love losing those games we should not lose. We lost to them at home earlier know. this year. Dallas is or uh, not Dallas. Uh, Denver is somehow scarier with with Brock Osweiler yeah, at the helm than they were with Manning. They're some. They're like way better. I know my bold prediction did not come true because <laughs> Demarius Thomas did not score a million points. But forty four. No. He did. <laughs> On, to, to the point about Brock, though, and, and to mention just something fantasy here, um, I think I mean, we kind of talked about him last week. Is he fantasy worthy? He put up two high team performances um, in, in his first two starts for Denver, uh, and then and then goes and throws up eight this week. Um, definitely more of a game manager, I'd say. And, and I wanted yeah. to pose the question again. Um, you know, for anyone that needs a quarterback, obviously he's the guy that's going to be in there. Is he worth a look? I my assessment, looking at his schedule the next few weeks, I don't. It, it's hard to make a case for him. Yeah, he's he's making the team better. I don't know if he's he would make a fantasy team better. Plus, he's still technically week to week as a starter. I know that might not be realistic in terms of what actually happens, but like the official stance is he's week to week. Wow. That's ridiculous. I mean, I'd love. That's what they're doing. I'd love to it's see. Him, I'd love to see him just like Matt Stafford it and just like chuck the ball like forty times. But I don't think he's ever going to get to do that because the defense is so good that they're always going to keep games close and they're always going to run the ball. So, well, that you probably won't know until the playoffs like how good he actually is because everything's controlled environment. They're not gonna have him come out and like chuck it to win the game. But that's what I'm saying. Even, even, I mean, he will do it if he has to. But I, they're when are they ever gonna go down by twenty some points? Yeah, that's probably not gonna happen. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I'd love to see what he could do if he was kind of forced yeah. with no other option. But just with that defense and that run game and the way they play football, yeah, I don't think he's fantasy relevant. I want to go back to your division. Um, and talk about another quarterback that has seen a bit of a roller coaster as far as the, the depth chart's concerned. Um, do we have to know, talk he, about this? He, he, yeah, we do. Cause it's just, no. for some reason it's a thing that I got to talk about. I don't know why it's, it's, it's always <laughs> interesting to me. Um, you know, he's, he was a backup to start the year, rose to starter level due to injury, um, got demoted to third string after some discrepancies in, in his off-the-field behavior and is now back as a starter. Is Johnny worth a look? No. no. I wouldn't touch anybody on that team. Like, I guess Barnage, if he really – like Barnage is still fine, but that team's done. They're, they're done for the year. That coach is getting fired. Like, they're a mess. But isn't that the perfect they're, they're situation not, for a quarterback to just, as as you wanted to see Brock do, just sling it? No, because that's different. Like, hope is gone. These are just, like, soulless beatdowns. Like, last week was, what, 37-3. to That was not fun to own a, a Browns player. And I think you're going to get at least one more of those games in there. That game is week 17. Well, it's not fantasy relevant, but, like, the point stands against the Steelers. You could make that spread, like, 25 points, and I still take the Steelers. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I, I mean, no, I think God. No, I I was just gonna say. I mean, do do you think done completely done? That team is toast, and now they're losing receivers. Yeah. Like Benjamin's messed yep. up. Heartline is like calling out the team for like not trying. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. Who do you like on the team? Like, what makes that offense even like interesting? Johnny Manziel does. Oh, because like ooh, an undersized quarterback's gonna scramble around and extend the play. I, yeah. yeah, that's what he's gonna do. I mean, who's he throwing to? He doesn't have to throw; he can run. Gary Barnage. <laughs> okay, just double Barnage. I think he's you're going I think that at this stage, you're not gonna start him, but you gotta put him on your bench. Just, just in case, just in case, some if you're in the fantasy playoffs, and just in case something happens to your starter, or 
you know, just in case he has a favorable, favor, favorable matchup because he is going to put up points. And probably not very many, but he's going to put up some. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is the that other thing. True? Look at his uh, – sorry, I was going to chime in. Like, look at his, his starts. Like, in our standard scoring league, his best game is 20 points. He has, like, four games of double digits. Uh, I think he only started – Four. He started three. Of the, he started three games. I thought, uh, yeah. Because one of them was remember when McCown did the John Elway helicopter spin in the end zone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ribs. So eleven point five, twenty point one, thirteen point one, sixteen point seven, and everyone points to that Steelers game where he like scooped up all those points in garbage time. Yep. And he had the yardage three seventy two, but just like one touchdown. Like that's not that great. It's empty calories mostly, and you're not like guaranteed to get touchdowns from them because they have no playmakers. Right. So who would you rather have, Brock or Johnny? I'd, if I I'd go Brock. Brock. Brock? Brock. At least he has receivers that vision like Emmanuel Sanders catching a touchdown pass. Like are you banking on like Heartline? Or um I can't even name I'd make fun of the other receivers. I can't even think of their names. <laughs> Gabriel, whoever that Gabriel guy is. Yeah. They got Duke I, Johnson. He's he's definitely got more weapons around him, so I think that makes Brock more likely to be a, a, a threat in fantasy. See, I think too many times people confuse what's good in real-life football versus what's good in fantasy football. I don't know they have Johnny because I know they're going to be down. The Browns are going to be down. I know they're going to chuck the ball. I know they're going. he's going to scramble around and, you know, get 20, 30 yards on, on the ground. With Brock, I don't know what the heck he's going to do hand the ball off to C.J. Anderson and Ronnie Hillman and let his defense score five points? Or Take a look at the, the schedule, too. I know, um, like, all right, San Francisco's not that bad, but then Cleveland goes to Seattle and Kansas City next two weeks. Those are not good road matchups, and mm. they're not going to be within three touchdowns in either game, especially that Seattle one. That's what you plan for. That's what yeah, I plan for. They're not you have be to score three. to make that plan work. If you lose, like, 27-6 to – uh yeah i mean it's yeah god it's interesting the the other thing to that i i like about him and it's a weird weird way to word this but with his leash being so short i wonder how much he's now focused on actually putting together decent performances or you know putting in the work and, and not really blowing this chance at, at being in the nfl I think he realizes. Yeah, I think he realizes if he's not going to make it in Cleveland, some other team will pick him up, and that might be a good thing. Yeah, I think so too. So, I think Cleveland is Cleveland is the place where quarterbacks go to die. So no one is ever going to do well at Cleveland. If he's ever going to do well, he needs to do it for another team. Do you guys remember that story about whenever he was he was like waiting to be drafted and how he he messaged Cleveland? He like texted Cleveland's GM and was like you know, let's make this happen or something. <laughs> you know, I'm ready to play for you guys. I'm ready to, to be your quarterback. Then after the, you know, he didn't get any playing time or, you know, he was a bench. He was a backup quarterback. I think that that kind of, I don't know, burnt him. So this is all speculative, but I could, I think he knows that he he has enough talent for another team to take a flyer on him. I'm not even sure. About, like, he's not going to start, though. That's maybe. I don't, even, I don't even know if he'll get a like, like a backup job right off the bat. Like if he gets a cut by Cleveland, it's not like there aren't better guys out there. He's not better than Kaepernick or like Griffin. I mean, I think there's a couple other quarterbacks too. You gonna throw Gabbard in there? I want to, but I think he just has the job out right. So <laughs> I think he, has, he might get the franchise tag. Like Manning will be floating around. Like who knows? Like Breeze maybe too. Why would you want this guy that's done nothing in his career with all this baggage? It's a totally fair question. Yeah. I don't know. I, I guess we'll Plus see. That stink on him. Like, yeah. <laughs> Takes a little while to wear that off. Oh, man. I don't know. It's 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 going to be an interesting st- – that's, that's one of the – more interesting stories, I think, for for the off season that I'll I'll definitely be following is just where where does he go? Does he stay? Do they give him the opportunity to stay? I don't, you know, if not, where where does he land? 
Well, the obvious one is Dallas. They always talk about Dallas. Yeah, but he won't. He won't start there. No, I think Jerry's had enough criticism for his uh, off-season acquisitions for for a year or so. But I don't know. Yeah. He's still Jerry Jones. Anything can happen, I guess. Yep. Craziness. Well, mm. as far as uh, structure here, um, I, I want to. The only the only semblance of a fantasy football preview podcast I want to keep is obviously our bold predictions. So do, do we want to go to them? Does, does anyone else have anything for the good of the order that they want to talk about prior to diving into this last segment of uh, season three here? Well, after we do this, I wanted to talk for a couple of minutes about like what we learned from the season. So I learned a lot oh. from horrible drafting. All right. Well, let, let's, let's do that. Cause I, we, you know, we can't not end on bold predictions. So let's, let's talk right. about what well, you learned, Mark. I love running backs and like I was brought up the right way in fantasy football, like the traditional way <laughs> where you want runner runner, you build around your running backs. Like the draft, the first round was just 10 running backs. Like that's just how you built your team. Like everyone got their running backs and then you move on with your life. And clearly the league has changed directions now where pause. You're going to say, better. you're going to say that they go all quarterbacks, right? Isn't that? No, no. I was going to say, it is, it is a passing league, but it's, <laughs> receiver training like fantasy yeah. bo- football is one loss by wide receiver in in some special cases tight ends but it's not even close anymore so when you think about like a mock draft you always talk about like the tiers like they do like running back one running back two which is basically saying like one through 10 11 through 20 that kind of stuff and like if you have someone if you said someone's a running back two you're thinking like lower second round upper third round but that doesn't translate anymore. There's not, I pulled up like the running back standings and right now where we sit for the top 20, I can pull out all kinds of crazy names of guys that definitely didn't go that high. Um, Fadden, Giovanni Bernard, um, Danny Woodhead, Thomas Rawls, uh, D'Angelo Williams, uh, Gurley went a little lower than we thought. Like Chris Ivory was kind of a mid tier guy. Uh, Doug Martin, Devonte Freeman, and that's almost half of the top 20 right there on guys you could have easily gotten somewhere between like the fifth and 10th round. Some guys not even drafted. So I think it's just smarter to hold off on running backs. Some people do zero running back and just fill everything else first. And that's not bad. There are a few like sure thing running backs, but they're few and far between. And like the surest of them all, Peterson's going to be risky next year too, because he's getting older. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Does anyone Plus, agree or disagree with that yeah and they're and um they're injury prone yeah and they're basically replaceable i'm yeah i tried to hold off on saying that but look at bell look at bell and uh lynch williams yeah lynch is another one rawls just is probably even better yeah just plug Chris someone Johnson else in. down in arizona david johnson and that's another thing i wanted to mention if you draft a running back in the top four to six rounds the handcuff used to be like a nice to have. It is mandatory. Must. Yeah, yeah I was going to, I was going to say you have that. To refresh the handcuff. In some cases you might want even want a double handcuff. Like it, and it stinks because like you said, you know, you're getting these running backs that who, who, um, you know, pump and they, you draft them normally in the sixth, seventh round. And, uh, then they're like top, you know, top 20 running back for the year. But, um, um, now you're going to have to spend that spot instead of trying to draft a, a lottery ticket. You know you're you're going to have to spend it drafting your handicap or not handy handcuff. So and it just kind of sucks. But and another thing that's it. crazy is like you used to always flex a running back. Like you sometimes you'd go running back, running back, running back, and just flex the third one. If you did that now, and assuming like a flex is a running back three, like. 21st to 30th here are some of the guys you'd be flexing like you would decide the flex going the season jeremy langford ronnie hillman david johnson james starks uh no that's enough that's enough for impact (laughs) but that's pretty rough those guys are glorified handcuffs are just guys that weren't drafted why are you paying for that right it's crazy Mm -hmm. i mean the league itself has changed. Um, and, I, you know, I, as far as 
to your points about being replaceable, I, I found myself the the position I was struggling with the entire season, aside from hitting on Devonte Freeman in the seventh to ninth round. I forget where I exactly I pulled him, um, but aside from him, you know, Lacey completely falling off the map and and everything else that happened at running back. That's that's the position I found myself struggling with, and it was literally. Um, a week-to-week thing where I was, you know, f- trying to look at teams where injuries were, who's who's going to be filling up time, who's going to be getting the carries there. So that's it was it was definitely the more replaceable position. Um, guys, it, it was like a revolving door at the way in the waiver wire. You know, guys were going down. You know, Ellington was a guy I drafted. You know, got replaced by David Johnson. Got replaced by Chris Johnson. So I mean, it, it's just it's. It's a very hectic position, um, and, and got, far less of a sure thing, and very much week to week. So, whereas guys, wide receivers, you know, guys are going to get targets. You know, guys, uh, barring injury, barring a situation like Des this year, I mean, you know, you you know your receivers. That, that's that's how the league's moving the ball, and it's translating now and, and truly impacting the fantasy game. And now we're finally feeling the impact of like the committee like this is all Shanahan's fault it took it took about 10 15 years for it to really rear its head but here we are and no featured backs are not a thing guys that look so safe this year that weren't like household names but like circumstantially look good like cj anderson like we all love cj anderson he had a great year last year like a workhorse type running back good quarterback safe offense coach that favors the run running back that's a good fit for that offense gone one bad game gone Lacey the same thing like you yeah. thought you knew what Lacey was one bad game like he's a slow starter too so that's even worse because you just sit it out for well for you 13 weeks <laughs> but like Jeremy Hill like I love Jeremy Hill he looked like a good hard runner you forget like the pendulum will swing and like another guy in the timeshare like it all evens out you just look at guys that are like have Alfred a piece Morris. of that pie He's another one. Yeah, it looks I, super big. I am going to disagree with you guys a little bit because I feel like this has been a, a weird year for the running back position. I mean, for the last, like, three, four years, you know, you could pretty much pencil in Jamal Charles, Adrian Peterson, LaShawn McCoy. <laughs> no, well, not yeah. last year for Adrian Peterson. For the most part, I mean, those guys produced in – did this year, barring injury and stuff, which you know could happen to anybody, wide receivers equally. So this has but, been a, a wacky year for running backs. But so. you're you're talking about you're talking about like maybe four or five absolute tops for running backs in a twelve-team lead that requires two running backs. Like they're the, sure, like those are sure sure those are players who are sure to throw up numbers, but they're wide receivers more wide receivers that will put up a wealth of points than, than just those running backs. You know, that's the, that's and what I wanted saying. to believe it was a fluky year. Cause I love running backs, but I just don't think it is. I think the old guards getting old. Like I think they're fading away. Like Lynch will be gone. Who knows where you're getting next year. It might be Rawls. It might be like some guy they draft. Um, Who's their backup. What's his name? His right name's rhyme. No, not raw. I'm thinking the 49ers. Sorry. Oh, uh, I couldn't even tell you. How about that? Seattle's back at running back to two Thomas Rawls, Dewan Harris. What? No, to uh, no, no, no. Back up for on for the on the Forty Niners. Oh, not the okay. guy that's starting now, right? Sean Drone. Yeah, yeah. Sean Drone. Sean Drone. Sean Drone. You want to talk about the garbage man though? Like he's like the ultimate trash heap pickup. He was cut like four times. I think Deion Lewis is going to be a, a stud next year. Is he? You, you just don't know. That's like, my bold prediction. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's Belichick. That's Belichick system, man. I would not trust anything. I don't know. Yeah, even that's a timeshare. Like Blunt was there, and they'll pick up somebody else. Like they, it sucks. They've always done a committee. It's true. I have White, and like he's basically unusable, even though he scored more than 20 points last game. You just don't like, know. You, I, get it. you don't know, right? It's, and just I, I don't as know bad, if not – 
if not worse. Um, it, maybe not so much since Jim Bob Cooter took over, but the Lions backfield, you know? You had Joy had Bell, Theo Riddick, Abdullah. I had all of them on my team at one time, and now I have none of them. <laughs> <laughs> case, you know, the case most in point. frustrating one of all is, uh, I think, Danny Woodhead. He's spent yeah. most of the year comfortably in the top ten. Just he doesn't fit the mold. They drafted a high price running, like they spent a high pick on a running back. Melvin. They, yeah, and they were committed to using him. Woodhead's not even like a between the tackles runner. He's just like a passing down back. He's a gadget, wreaking havoc. Yeah, I hate that stuff so much. It's tough. And then, I, you know, it, it's it's going to be interesting to see. I I don't like. Is is this it? Is this what the NFL is now? Or, you know, something's going to come along and change the game again, right? What's that going to be? Know. You know, it's it's tough. It's it's really tough. <laughs> so and it makes fantasy mm-hmm. tough, and that's why uh, you know it is amazing that we have three out of four guys on, on this podcast on in the playoffs. So it's crazy stuff. Well, happily, man. So, to... but all right, well. <laughs> To that, let's let's <laughs> go to bold predictions, I guess. So let's quickly review. Uh, I don't even know if we should because they were so bad. But oh, no. what, did I, what did I say? So no, I think Mark, I did okay. Mark, you were speaking of Abdullah. Um, two, oh, touchdowns, no. two touchdowns for Amir. Uh, and then you had Golden Tate outpacing Calvin Johnson. That pretty much happened, right? I, I don't know. <laughs> It might have. I, I don't know. I doubt it. You'd be my researcher as I re- run through these. The other one you had was Cam Newton, uh, 35 points, and Funchess with two touchdowns and 85 yards. Yeah, I missed on that. But you, got a touchdown <laughs> on that right? you missed on everything. So, well, no. How many points for Newton? 35. 35? You had 37.9. There you go. So, oh, geez. That's not one bad. Go, Four. That's all right. So, Seth. Oh boy. <laughs> Tom Gurley, hundred and plus, hundred plus yards, three touchdowns. Uh, oh no, no, that was no, not nearly. <laughs> no. What is up with their team? Do they only have Gurley on their team? Is it it, does he like just it. suit up? Is it just like one versus eleven? I mean, what the heck? <laughs> they don't have a passing no one game. Else that's, that's a team in shambles. That's a team in serious shambles. Yeah. Oh, Fox is gone. Our Fisher's gone. Fisher, I ain't yeah. name or right. fish. Whoever it is. Yeah. Uh, Whoever. And then that's your what, other that's one. That's another thing that sucks is, like, starting pl- players who are really good uh, late really in the bad season, teams. Not for teams that are just, like, have given up. Yeah. That sucks. It's yep. tough. Uh, Seth, part two for you was Demarius Thomas, forty points. How'd that go? No, neither one. Not not good. He had a touchdown, so that's, that's about it. Max, yeah, that's something. Max Carson Palmer, so, top quarterback. Oh yeah, nailed really it. Was. was he? Oh, I just thought you were talking about for the season. Oh no, <laughs> nope, 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 nope. You said your your bold well. prediction, other than your other than nah. your Eagles bold <laughs> prediction. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Carson Palmer being the top quarterback. Oh not, yeah, that's always not no, happening. That didn't happen. No, Marcus Mariota, forty points of that eighty-seven yard scamper, really did him well. I, man, I was like a week off on that. Remember, like two weeks ago, I talked at Mariota. You no did. No. You did. Mariota right. four TDs and two hundred and fifty-four yards. Don't remember. Yep, it never happened. Didn't happen, Mark. <laughs> nope. Uh, and then me, I had Johnny Manziel. Oh man, I see. I don't know what it is. What is this? What is you this love Johnny Manziel. Manziel. It's terrible. I got to stop this. It's actually really bad. So Johnny Manziel, three hundred and twenty-five yards, two touchdowns, and a and, and a rushing touchdown. Um, I don't think he played on Sunday. Did he play? <laughs> did he even get a snap? <laughs> I don't think he did. So yeah, that did nothing. None of that was good. Um. So that that leaves us with how are we going to send off bold predictions? And don't forget, we have a couple weeks to to go with this, so they don't have to necessarily be fantasy related. My biggest fear, uh, and I think it's going to be true, is that Shady McCoy is going to go off <laughs> this week against Philly. I, I think he's Rex loves making 
cap making. Uh, he might already be a regular captain on that team, but loves. Uh, he's not putting but he, he's guys, making him he, one. He's oh really? Okay, yeah. yeah so I heard yeah. the greatest thing to that point: um, the whole not shaking your hand BS. Yeah, uh-huh. with with Chip, someone was like, Chip should just make himself a captain, so Shady has to shake his hand. Because uh, <laughs> that's a there's no Penn State, Ohio State, or Maryland. What, who was that? Penn State, Maryland can't shake hands, or they did refuse to shake hands. The NFL, there's none of that. So right, Chip should be, make uh, himself an honorary captain. Yeah, I think Shady's gonna have a huge week. He it's gonna be one of the extremes. He gets nothing or he gets a ton, and I think he's gonna get a ton. I hope Martavis Bryant beats you, Max. Why? <laughs> Oh yeah, but, I was. It wasn't that I wanted to; it's just that I had to. I'll so, tell him I that. Had no other options. Because I heard he doesn't want to shake your hand. Who so. <laughs> <laughs> makes a trade on week thirteen? I couldn't. I couldn't believe that when I saw that. Yeah. Me? Yeah. I, you know, there's no trade deadline anymore. I didn't. No, we didn't have one set. We never had one set. Mm. I didn't make that change. That was a good trade. You got a lot yeah. of good shit there, Rob. I, I did. I did. You know what he did? He played to my Philly heart. It was Jeremy Macklin <laughs> and Deshaun Jackson. He knew what he was yeah, doing, he, damn it. Yeah, <laughs> so. That's good. That's a good. I looked at that first. I was like, what? And then, oh, yeah, that's a good. Yeah. It's good one by both. both. Yeah. You know, it, it worked out for both sides. Jeremy gave me 20 points last week. Deshaun sat on my bench, and Starks was my handcuff, who I should have started. But that, you know, whatever. <laughs> I just want it to be over with. I'll, I'll I'll know like basically how it's gonna be on Thursday. Thursday is a huge game for me. That's right. It's a good game. Yeah. Yeah. I've got my I've got Cardinals D Carson and uh and my kicker and he has Adrian Peterson. So it's gonna be that's an important <laughs> fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! We just went to R rated. No, oh, wait, that's no. right. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Bold prediction. iTunes doesn't ban us. <laughs> Seth, what, what do you, you got? got you get one. Put a beep and post. F word. <laughs> yeah, you get one F word for PG-13. There you go. Yes, there you get one. Thank you, Mr. Ratings. Uh, Seth, what do you got for I bold prediction? I have no clue why. Kind of like your love for Johnny Manziel just doesn't make sense. But I love CJ Spiller. I think I watched him on Mark's team like two years ago, and he would just like rack up the points, just passing, catching, everything, running. I mean, just ridiculous. And so I think he's going to have a monster week this week. I'm saying 25 points for CJ Spiller. All right. Mark, am I saying that on purpose to get in Mark's head? So you <laughs> should start him. I don't know, Mark. This is tough emotionally for me because I love Spiller. I almost took him first overall two years ago. That would have been terrible, but I almost did it. Now I have him again. I have a playoff game. I have him on my roster, and now I want to start him. But unrelated bold prediction or semi-related. Tim Hightower, another one of my old favorites. <laughs> gets the bulk of the work in New Orleans and scores a touchdown. Hmm. Tim Hightower. Exciting. <laughs> Hightower. Um, I still like Doug Baldwin. He's another good matchup against Baltimore. He's like killing it. And I think he's going to keep it going. Two touchdowns. Eh. Who are we kidding? Let's, uh, let's go out with a bang. Four touchdowns. <laughs> 85 receiving yards. <laughs> what? <laughs> So it's just all touchdown, like all twenty-yard touchdown catches or something like that. What do you? All one-yard touchdown catches with like one good pass in there, good long pass. How, I don't how have to answer that, that question. You don't have. <laughs> That's fair. All right, we'll just stick with that thing. And what? <laughs> one real life thing too. I don't think Kansas City's gonna lose again. Mm. Like they're ten games in a row, eleven and five. Best team in the AFC. <laughs> one and done in the playoffs again. <laughs> no, I think they're the best team in the AFC. Oh. All right. What if they play the Steelers? They won't until the conference title game. Oh, is that how it works? Yeah, because they'll be five and six seeds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right, you're right. So, Maybe. that leaves, leaves me. Um, I'm not going to make one related to the Eagles because I'm, I'm not going to go out <laughs> like that and jinx them. So... Here's, I'm going to do something else instead that helps them uh, sort of indirectly. Well, not indirectly, directly. Um, 
I'm going to turn to the matchup in Chicago this weekend and look at the the Bears taking on Washington. Um, the way they went down last week, it just on Monday night, was epic in, in and of itself. But um, I'm going to take number my my, my 22nd ranked quarterback going up against that Washington defense, uh, who's coming off of a. 202-yard, no TD, one interception game, seven points, Mr. Jay Cutler. And I think he has his best performance of the season. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him 35 points. Uh, and in, within that 35 points, there are five touchdowns against Washington. Hmm. I, just, I want them to be embarrassed. I don't know. I got another one. Go. Gurley Austin combined for forty for sixty points. Whoa. <laughs> Detroit gets blown out by the struggling Rams. Oh. That's yeah, a, that's a good I, yeah. One. I like that one. Detroit did have their soul ripped out, so they can spawn last <laughs> week, so it is possible. I don't know what to do with Tavon Austin, man. I just don't know. You start him. That's what. No, no, no. Don't, don't do it. Oh, yeah. I need to talk to you guys after uh, after we sign off about this don't, movie. Don't some advice. I told you. Come, combined, they're going to have 60 points. He's getting in your head now. I, I feel some uh, some gamesmanship happening here on this podcast. Is that, yeah. is that the case? No. well (laughs) that that's good that's good oh man um yeah so i I think i think that's a we we can call that a show i don't know what do you guys think good season good show yeah season three good stuff we're here we're our first official season as a podcast too so you don't have to stare we can see each other but we don't have to stare at our faces (laughs) <laughs> our viewers don't have to stare at our faces, so oh, they're lost. They're lost. That's, that's what we're missing. That's what you're missing out on, guys. You get some better audio, that's for sure. But uh, yeah, you, know, you don't have to look at us and, and see us. And my disgusted face—it's actually kind of dark right now. <laughs> I'm living in the darkness because of just how terribly this fantasy season ended. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. We'll come back. We'll get them next year. Um, so I guess we can sign off for fully covered sports podcast, the fantasy football preview. Um, subscribe to us on iTunes, check out the website and we'll be back for the playoffs. We're going to be talking about playoffs in a couple weeks. Some real football and we'll, we'll get into things. So look forward to that, but thanks for a good season guys. And I I guess we'll, as, as far as fantasy football is concerned, we'll see you next year. Yep. 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 Signing off. Yep.